is Christina Rodriguez, and I'm with Generation Justice. And today I'm at the Western Governors Association's Drought Forum here in Santa Fe. And I'm here with the co-director of Protect the Flows, Craig Mackey. Craig, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I'm Craig Mackey. I live in Denver, Colorado. And I am co-director of a program called Protect the Flows, which is a business coalition that works on water conservation, water sustainability, and most importantly, um, keeping some water in our rivers throughout the West, particularly the Colorado River Basin. Can you tell us a little bit more about the mission of your organization, what Protect the Flows does? Sure. We actually work throughout the uh, Colorado River Basin. There are seven states in the basin, from the upper basin states, Colorado, Wyoming, New Mexico, Utah, down to what's known as the lower basin, which is uh, Arizona, Nevada, and California. So there's seven states in the basin. For 150 years here in the West, we've done a very good job of taking water out of the Colorado River. We've literally allowed the desert to bloom, figuratively and literally. Everything from cities to agriculture, farms and ranches to mining, you name it, all of which are very legitimate uses for water. But in the 21st century, in the West today, we have much more balanced economies. Employers increasingly are locating businesses here in the West. So we have a quality of life economy, we have a tourism economy, we have a recreation economy. We've done a study at Protect the Flows that shows that the Colorado River is a $26 billion recreation economy. So in the West today, water plays a very key role. And our members are businesses who recognize that fact and want to step up with policymakers and talk to them about why water is important to their business. Can you tell us a little bit about how drought does affect those businesses? Protect the Flows just completed a study with Arizona State University, and there's actually a story in the Wall Street Journal about it that says that the Colorado River overall, beyond just recreation, but overall is a $1.4 trillion economy. But the important thing about this study is is that it said a 10% decline in the flow of the Colorado River system itself. Those seven basin states that we talked about would lose $143 billion in economic activity and 1.6 million jobs. And obviously, the easiest way to bring that home is to go back to that recreation economy. Many of our members of Protect the Flows are small businesses that are proximate to the river. So that's everything from a raft guide to a fishing guide, ski areas, but also think about the hospitality industry, the bed and breakfast industry, and the real estate industry itself. What other kind of water rights issues do you face in your work? Well, I think, you know, the real issue here is is that the Colorado River and water rights in the West were really divided up 100 years ago. The compact was actually signed at Bishop's Lodge here in Santa Fe, New Mexico in 1922. That was during one of the wettest periods of time in the last hundred years. So we allocated a 15 million acre foot river, and we now have about a 12 million acre foot river. So we're down 20, 25% before we even start allocating the water in this day and age compared to where we were in 1922. So we're dealing with a very old system of water rights. And I think this is the biggest issue we all face here in the basin. Each state has an allocation of water overseen by the federal government, but also by, you know, water agreements here in the West. And if we balkanize, and if we each go our own direction, New Mexico can take another 14,000 acre feet out of the Gila River, which impacts the Colorado River. The state of Utah can take another 30% of more water than they're currently taking today out of the Colorado River system. If we balkanize and all go build major water projects and grab as much water as fast as we can, we're going to hurt this the system overall. We have to recognize.
it's together and that we're a basin and we have to solve these problems collectively. Do you have any advice on how youth can get educated or involved in these issues? Well, I think it's absolutely critical for, for youth and young people to get involved on water issues, to work on our streams, water quality, water quantity, but also just to get educated on the basic issues of water here in the West. You know, it's your future that we're talking about here. And there are certainly many, many ways to get involved in these issues in your community with school programs, with NGOs or nonprofit organizations, groups like um, Trout Unlimited, American Whitewater, American Rivers are all running river cleanup projects, river restoration projects. And I think those types of things that get youth out there and in touch with rivers and in touch with water are really valuable. Thank you for sharing that. Is there anything else that you would like to add? We heard in the room today between 2011 and 2014 was the worst stretch of drought that New Mexico has seen in recorded history. Those are real issues, and they're going to impact our everyday lives. It's going to impact how we use water, how much water we have available, the cost of water. It's going to impact energy. We not only produce energy from water, hydroelectric, and Lake Mead and Lake Powell, but the more we move water, the more we store water, the more energy we have to use for that. So energy prices, energy costs, and water costs are inextricably linked here in the West. And so, you know, a huge thank you to uh, Generation Justice for being here to talk about these issues because they're going to impact your lives here in New Mexico and beyond. Thank you. Thank you for speaking with us.